We have a very special guest on this episode of the podcast. She's one third of the of the band Jin, the lead singer and the lead guitarist, a pentatonic scale wizard, total rock and roll badass, and their new single, uh, just or sorry, their new single "Doing Fine" is on Spotify. Nicole Seminera, and I've totally butchered it, but it's okay because we're gonna have an absolute blast of the podcast. You actually nailed it. All right, good. You, you good. nailed it. Well done. Just, and that was just, a really, a really good intro. You really overestimated me. I love that. No, I'm not. I'm not because you are a wizard. Sometimes you Thanks, post man. some of these clips and it's like, holy shit. Um, I've just started to play the guitar, which, which is crazy because my dad's been playing like 40 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I literally started during COVID because I had like nothing else to do. Awesome. Um, so I've become like totally infatuated with gear and guitar and all that sort of stuff. Um, and when my dad introduced me to your band first and you with it, I was like, whoa, this girl is super cool. I love the band. We got to get her on the podcast. So I'm really excited that we're doing this. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, so I've been following you on the gram for a while. I know a little bit about your history and all that sort of stuff but you picked up guitar really young there is this really cool video i think it's on your instagram of you like shredding at the age of like 12 or 14 <laughs> or something. so like yeah. how did you get to that point when did you start playing guitar give us a bit of the history yeah um i started when i was six um so it goes back a little bit um before then those uh those videos of my my high school self. Um, yeah, it was just, honestly, I think it was a very natural thing. It was pretty organic the way it happened. Um, my dad just got us into classic rock as I'm sure your dad did probably as well at a young age. And, um, my brother picked up the drums and, uh, I was just like, man, I got to do something. Like I, I want to play music. I want to play an instrument. Like I want to do what these guys are doing. Like it just seems so fun. Um, and I knew, I knew it, I wanted it to be guitar. I don't know if I ever thought about really doing anything else. I just was like, this is it. Like I need to play guitar. So yeah, yeah that, that was my calling, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You made it like, as my dad did. Uh, it's funny. Cause my dad, like, uh, like I'd get a little bit of classic rock, but it was mostly like Motown growing up. Oh, that's like even a better. lot of jazz, a lot of Motown. And then like, you know, like the Brian Goche staples. So like the Almond Brothers. Sick. Um, yeah, Government the Mule. You have like a million Grateful Dead shirts. Yeah. If you don't own a Grateful awesome. Dead shirt, you can't be in my family. That's just the rules. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I the like that rule. Yeah, it's the Goche Tuxedo, a Grateful Dead shirt. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Um where was there a moment? that like clicked for you where it was just like I want to play guitar the rest of my life and like how do I turn this into a career what do I have to do like when did that kind of happen for you mm -hmm. again like it was literally right when I was six like so I, like right from the beginning you had oh, this yeah. that it, oh that yeah was it. like I it, it was it was definitely one of those like moments I just my little tiny brain like had an epiphany when I was just like this is like I need to be doing this and I remember I used to like pretend that I was like playing and on like a big stage when like nobody was watching me and I just like pretend that I was like shredding and like air guitar it was kind of embarrassing but also like you know uh the beginnings of uh my goals I guess was uh was yeah I I I never once really thought 
um, that that's not what I wanted to do. I was like, nope, that's what's going to happen. And um, my parents were always really supportive, which is great. Um, it's always, I think, a little you don't always take it seriously at first when your kid's like, I want to play an instrument, you know, cause a lot of kids say that and they, they play it for a little bit and then it gets kind of hard or they just lose interest. Um, but that never happened. Um, I just, uh, and same with my brother with the drums, right? We just both knew that we wanted to play instruments and, uh, that helped too. Cause we could jam together. I had somebody to, to share the passion with. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just, and then the passion just grew every year, right? It just got it just got bigger and bigger, and I take it more and more seriously every year. And yeah, I, I just never never wanted to stop ever. That's crazy. That's like that. That's like a Kobe Bryant like Mamba mentality. Like, <laughs> like I don't know if you're big into basketball, but like, it, it's just like there's one thing I want to do, and I'm just gonna do absolutely everything in my power to do it. And yeah. just nothing's going to stop. That's so awesome. A lot of people don't, some people will like even go their whole life without having a moment like that. Mm -hmm. So to hear that you had it at such a young age, that's so rad, dude. That's yeah. so I still, sick. I really honestly still don't feel like I've ever had that moment, to be honest. Like that I don't really crazy. have like, a, and that's like a, that's an awesome, you know, I don't know, gift that you have. Yeah, thank for you. sure. For real. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's And it's um, something that I've realized, like, especially over the last couple of years, that is really rare and special, like, to have, like, just just that that thought that you just know, like, at a young age that, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, you learn that a lot of people don't go through that, you know? Like, it's, it's something you have to be kind of grateful for. Like, I, I look at, you know when you graduate high school and a lot of your friends, like they just have no idea what they want to do. And I mean, that's another thing, obviously it is, it's still hard graduating as a musician and not going to school and having to deal with, you know, the backlash for that. But at least knowing that this is what I want to do and I'm sticking to it, you know, like knowing yeah. already my identity and who I am and what I want, like from life. Yeah. And almost an not advantage. giving yourself like failure as an option. Yeah, no. Right, like no backup plan. Like you're jumping out of the plane <laughs> with no parachute. Yep, so, that is, uh, uh, that's it. Kind of work. <laughs> yeah. Um, was there ever, I heard this crazy story and probably just because it's like it, growing up with my dad, but I heard this crazy Dwayne Allman story where he heard, I think it was one of the Beatles records and it like changed his life forever. And like he would sit on the edge of his bed and like loop the record and then stop it with his toe and he would he would sit there and play the guitar till he got the lick right that he had heard. Was there ever like a record like that for you? Uh, I think honestly, it was just anything Zeppelin when I was first getting into it. Like I was just a little, you know, six, seven, eight year old, probably till I was like, gosh, twelve. Um, I was like all about it, and I when I, I remember first hearing it and being, I don't know what it was. I really, I, well, I mean, I think I know what it is now, but you know, at the time I couldn't really, you can't really put your finger on it when you're, when you're little and something sparks your interest, you just know that it gives you a feeling. Yeah. And, um, I just remember, yeah, I would just go on YouTube and, um, because I think YouTube actually came out like around like the year after that I started playing guitar. So, um, tutorial, like people were putting tutorials out like crazy and like putting out guitar lessons. So it was awesome because I had all these people that were 
telling, teaching me how to play, you know, these songs that I wanted to learn how to play. So I basically would just learn by ear and, and learn by, you know, watching these videos because I wanted to play, you know, like Jimmy Page or like these riffs that I was hearing because I just thought that they were so cool. And I was like, I want to be cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, the how you talked about that i don't have that gift yet or maybe it's something i'm working on but i don't have that ear i can't pick stuff up i have to really sit there and work at it and work hard where i see some of these other musicians and like people can just pick it up and so it's probably something i have to work at but i really struggled trying to teach myself through youtube i i i'd bounce around i wouldn't stay focused so i downloaded this musician app Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that. Rad. Break stuff down. It almost treats it like, like Guitar Hero in a way. Totally. Um, and you, you kind of build up skills to get where you want to go. So um, yeah. you mentioned Zeppelin. I need to know what is your favorite Zeppelin song. Oh, see, I can do album. I can't do song. No. Okay. I guess we can let you pop out and do I that. literally can't. I I have never ever been able to do it. I've gone through phases okay. where you know I've had like a favorite song for like a little bit or like a few months or like you know like in high school or in elementary school like whatever I was whatever album I was diving into I'd be like oh this is the tune but I cannot I absolutely cannot pick a favorite Zeppelin song. Just album. Can, not can you pick like three songs that you really like? Yeah, um, I I know the ocean is kind of it's not really like a B side per se, but it was uh, a song that I latched onto like very early on when I first was getting into Zeppelin. So it's sort of like I I feel like a little kid Nostalgic. again when I listen to it yeah. because I remember like how excited I was when I heard it and I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest song ever. And I still think it's one of the coolest songs ever, and and the riff is amazing, and um, and and yeah, and uh two more two more okay another song that uh is is pretty like nostalgic for me is um it's my favorite zeppelin record is zeppelin three um and i i love the song bronwyer stomp they have bronwyer like that instrumental acoustic one and then they have bronwyer stomp which is like the really upbeat one um And there was like one particular summer where I was like on a road trip with my grandparents and I discovered that album and I listened to it like for the whole time on my iPod. And um, remember iPods? Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I remember listening to that song because there's just a lot of driving, obviously, on a road trip and a lot of looking at nothing and a lot of um, it just felt like it fit the scene. And uh, that whole album became like the theme, like the soundtrack for that trip. Um, but that song became like my summer, my summer jam. Um, and then I later found out that he wrote it about his dog, Robert Plant, which made it even better because I'm a huge like. Yeah, Stanley, dog. right? Like, I'm an obsessed dog person. Yeah, Stanley. Stan, cute dog. <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs to go to Nicole's Facebook page <laughs> and check out how cute her dog is. Yeah, he's my child, my son. He's uh, he's the best. Yeah, so. The Ocean, very nostalgic for me, as well as Broadway or Stomp. If I had to pick a third one, um, hmm, probably For Your Life. It's off of, uh, I think it's off of Presence. Um, and uh, it's, 
it's one of those tunes that they actually like never played live for whatever reason until they did the reunion in 2007. Um, and it was just, it's so weird to me that they never played that song live because it's so incredible. I don't know what it was. Maybe they just had so many songs they didn't care about it. But right. it's it's like, oh man, there's just the breakdown in it and the way that like Bonham changes like where he's like hitting the one. Like I just love shit like that. So and it's a heavy riff too. It's awesome. Yeah, I, my favorite Zep song is "Since I've Been Loving You." Oh, can't go wrong. That's like what a bop. Yeah, <laughs> what a bop. Yeah, my. F- my friend, one of my good friends, he's uh, has a similar story to you. Um, really good guitar player playing guitar since he was like six. And he says his favorite song is the Rain song. I'm not sure why, but oh, yeah. he, he loves that song. I'm not a guitar sure. person, but he's great obsessed tune. With it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great example of, uh, you know, the, the way that Paige was just able to compose these just beautiful acoustic songs and these different tunings that he would experiment with yeah i love i love i always come back to that tune it's fun to play yeah Uh, it's a good one so i mean growing up having a brother that was just as passionate about music and in a different instrument you already had half a band (laughs) literally yeah right like like that's just how it was so how when what was it like when you guys were looking for somebody else was it easy was it tough? Did you hold auditions? Is like kind of walk yeah. us through that a bit? Um, we didn't actually really look for anybody. Um, it was sort of just something that happened organically. Um, we didn't really play with anybody um, else other than ourselves. Uh, we didn't have like a bass player or anybody until high school um, because. We just didn't really have any friends that like played instruments, really, and especially not a bass player, because that's like yeah. the thing that you know people don't always pick up. Um, but it's probably my favorite instrument, um, even though I don't play it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we got to high school, and you meet people right away, right, that are um, into music that are kind of at the same level of being like passionate about it. At, that you are, which is great because you don't really get that in elementary school always. And so it was, it was sort of like the gateway of being like, okay, there's more people like us. Awesome. Let's make friends. Um, and there was people in my music class right away that were like, let's jam. Um, so, you know, Joe and I were in like jazz band and in the choir and we were a big part of the music department there. So there was always people to play with, uh, St. Mike's. Oh, better than St. Paul. Thank God. Oh gosh, are we are we about to start trashing high schools on here? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> like we we were Lakeshore Catholic kids, so. Oh, okay, you know. so we can agree that St. Paul's trash. Anyway. Yeah, yeah um, we have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So we we formed um, an official band, the first version of Gin, um, with a buddy that we we made friends with uh, when I got to grade nine, and Joe was already in grade eleven because we're two years apart. Um, but yeah, so wasn't gonna do the the battle the bands thing because we didn't have a singer, and I didn't want to sing because I just never wanted to be a singer. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, to. my voice is not good enough. I can't front a rock band. It's not gonna work. Um, one of my teachers slash mentors there basically to make a long story short kicked my ass all the time and was just always pushing me to where he knew I could go um because I was always like just always underestimating myself I still do it you know I've gotten better but just like 
lack of confidence would always just allow me to, to just put myself lower than I was, you know, I'd be like, I can't do this. Like, I'm just a guitar player. I can't front a band. I can't do that. And he was like, look, man, like, he's like, there's a week to get a band together before we battle of bands, like learn some songs. He's like, you already jam with Joe and your buddy in music class. He's like, so why don't you just put something together? He's like, you know, you can sing. He's like, you know, you can. So you're not going to win this argument. I was like, okay, great. So <laughs> I went home and I was like, all right, Joe, like, apparently we have to do this. So let's do it. And, um, I remember the first rehearsal we had was the first time we ever had low end. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, as soon as he came in with the bass on like, I think we, we did like a city and color song or something. Sweet. And, uh, Joe and I just looked at each other and just stopped and just started laughing. Cause we were like, Oh my God. We were yeah. like, that's so cool. Like we don't sound as like empty now. Like that's, what's been missing. You know, like we just needed a bass player and like, obviously we knew, needed another member but like you don't don't realize how much bringing a bass player after jamming just like guitar and drums for 10 years right um so that was awesome and then we ended up winning battle of the bands um and it encouraged me right to be like maybe i can be the front man of a band you know maybe i can yeah. be a singer um and then yeah after that and we just kept playing and we got out of high school and we started playing publicly um, and then three years ago, we met our current bass player, Miles, through his father. Um, okay. And then, so that, that's the current lineup as we know it is me, Joe, and, and Miles. Um, but we kept the name just because it was kind of already established. And I think it's simple and memorable, like whatever. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, yeah, that's it, it just kind of happened organically, you know. It was, it was just kind of the way I, I think it was supposed to happen, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, the, I want to talk a little bit about COVID and how it's definitely changed the live music scene and kind of what's going on. But I also want to talk a lot about social media and because I'm always curious in how people run their social media account, accounts and what they do and different stuff. And then we'll get into some stuff off that. So with bars being closed and like restrictions on life event and live events, like how has this changed the band's momentum? Like you, I'm sure you guys would gain a little bit of like, you know, of I hate to use the word, but clout, you know, playing out and, and at different <laughs> yeah, bars. And, totally. Uh, and now it's like, oh shit, no more. So yeah. like, how has that shifted what you guys are doing? Um, honestly, and I can say this confidently and, and happily now, um, after the first few like depressing months that our momentum is probably stronger than it's ever been. Um, yeah. obviously the live show thing was a big, was a big disappointment. Summer's the, the most fun part of the year for us. Um, we had so many big things lined up, like, like festivals we've been wanting to play finally getting in and like just like really cool collabs with like some of our other friends bands and man like it was just you get to a point where you're like okay we have to stop like thinking about oh this is where we were supposed to be this weekend this is where we were supposed to be playing this weekend you know because like you can't change it right so yeah we're taking a hit financially we're taking a hit like you know like it's kind of our outlet for the summer being able to to play and get that energy out but also like we have more time than ever now to work on our album. Right. So right. it's kind been like, yeah. So it's, it's been like, 
well, instead of sitting around and wishing that we could be playing, like, let's get this shit together and like have an album to come out of this with, you know, like let's, let's put all of our work ethic and energy that we usually use in like our live shows and, and, you know, our whole summer packed full of like action and, and playing and put that into making this album and, and marketing and, you know, getting planning for music videos and planning for merch and planning for, you know, like designing like the album covers and, and just figuring everything out. Um, so we've been actually really busy in that aspect of it. And, um, obviously still miss playing live, but it's kind of been, uh, a blessing in disguise. So we're pretty, we're pretty happy. Um, let so you you know you mentioned how maybe this is the best thing that's happened to your momentum taking a step back and really thinking about it how have you guys used social media and like what little tips and tricks have you found out during this break that have kind of helped that Mm -hmm. well obviously like super grateful that we have an advantage because i already have a platform so that right away was like a good way to get people on board with like listening to gin, right? Because I already have like people uh, who are no, like, shout out at what you got. Cause you are buzzing on social media. <laughs> you got yeah. like a hundred K followers. It's honestly, that's, man, like that's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. Um, it's something that I definitely wasn't planning for and never expected to happen, but I'm using it to my advantage at this point, right? Because I'm like, okay, like, if you guys enjoy what I do, like, then, you know, wait till you hear, like, what my band does, you know? Like, let's let's use this as a marketing tool, right? So it's basically just a matter of (laughs) taking my followers who are ready to support whatever I do and being like, okay, now you're going to support my band. (laughs) Now you're going to support all of us, you know? Um, Which has been, it's been, like I said, a great advantage, um, because people are always like, do you have a band, you know, like, are you on Spotify or on Apple music? So it's been great because we were getting ready to put out music and I was like, they're already ready. You know, yeah. like we have, you know, you have a hundred thousand followers, a hundred thousand people are not going to listen to your music. Like, but a good portion of them will, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's really just about grabbing the ones who are, who are ready to like, understand what you're doing and they're digging your genre and they're gonna support you so real fans yeah exactly right the ones who aren't just like following for like the 60 second instagram clips but the ones who are like i want to see what you do as an artist you know so that's what a few of those so shout out to everyone who follows the podcast and does that shit yeah just hit some crazy milestones so fuck yeah um Before we started this, we talked a little bit about gear and I asked you about some or one of your guitars in particular because I'm super jealous. I've been eyeing up a D'Angelico guitar. Um, Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. I've been leaving hints to my fiance that I get it for my 25th birthday. Um, So tell me a little bit about some of your guitars. Like when you go out and play out, will you bring two? Is there one that's like your ride or die? It seems like it's like that telly looking guitar. Yeah. Uh, so just give, give us a bit of gear rundown. Yeah. So my go-to is my telly, my custom um, LSL. It's uh, just it's the one I always play at gigs. I'm not really a person who brings more than one guitar to gigs, um, unless it's like an original show and like I need other stuff too. But uh, yeah, it's, it's the telly for sure. Um, recently I did acquire 
a D'Angelico. Very grateful for that. So honestly, I have nothing bad to say about them. Did they hook you up? They did. I honestly, (laughs) I sent them an email like a year ago and I sent it to just like their general email that they have on their page and I never heard back. Um, So I was kind of like, oh, whatever. Like I shot my shot, whatever. And then um, one of my other like friends that I follow on Instagram ended up getting one and I sent him a message and I was like, hey, like, um, who did you talk to? Because like usually... um, it's better to like actually talk to the artist relations person, like rather than the the general email, but you don't always know who they are or how to reach them. Right. So he was like, yeah, well, it's this guy. Um, his name's Justin. Here's his Instagram. Here's his email. I was like, okay, so that's now we're in like the inner circle here. So I have a better chance of like getting contact. So I sent him an email and I just said, look, man, like, and I like disclaimer, I hate like the asking for thing. Like, as soon as I started getting a lot of followers, my friends, um, specifically my, my music friends were like, man, you can just like start emailing companies and just like getting free shit all the time. (laughs) I'm very much not that person because I feel so bad. I feel like, I feel like I need to earn it. So uh, you need me to run your social media. (laughs) You'd be swimming in gear. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Oh man, I don't like doing that, but I wanted to try D'Angelico so badly. And my friends were just like, just do it. Like, you know, like whatever, like they'd be happy to have you like advertising their stuff. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, okay, like I'll do it. I'll see what happens. So I sent him an email. We set up a call. He was super nice. Like we talked for like over an hour and um, I knew that I, I pretty much already knew like the type that I, I'm not really a big, like chunky hollow body player. Yeah, because- I'm a solid body guy myself. I mean, I'm small, first of all, and just for my particular style right now, um, one that I would be picking up a lot would be a solid body, right? Um, And I want it to be something that I would use a lot because especially if they're gifting you something, I don't want to just be using it once in a while, right? Um, So, yeah, I mean, obviously crazy things, super grateful for it. And I can tell you that they are absolutely fantastic guitars, super well-made. I I got the... uh, Deluxe Atlantic, but I got a limited edition one. So they only made like 50 of each color. Um, so oh, I got I'm a to get that red wine one. Oh, dude, I almost did. I'm almost trying. Because uh, yeah, I, I was I was conflicted between which color to get because I'm I'm very much like a I want I mean as you can see like I've got like that really bold colored telly and now I have a pink strat and I really like the bold colors but. Something about a, a black and gold, like, you know, Agreed. like that. It's just so clean. Agreed. And it just reminds me of like a BB King Lucille type thing. So I was like, all right, let's pull the trigger on this. You want to hear? Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Want to hear an example of how I slide in DMs? <laughs> totally, yeah. So I slid in D'Angelico's DMs. Okay. <laughs> I said, hey guys, love the look of your guitars. Gotta, gotta suck up to them. Number one, that's the first rule. That's I'm true. learning how to play during quarantine. I'm in love with your Atlantic guitars. Let's make a deal. You guys pick a song for me to learn. I learn it in a week. I get the guitar. What a great marketing opportunity. And that's and literally that's what I said. They like my comment, no reply. No. <laughs> so uh, I don't give up there, Nicole. You don't stop. Now I know someone's reading them at least, right? It's true. <laughs> So now I'm like, look, now I'm a fan. Like, now you guys got me on. 
And I'm saying, uh, like, I'm willing to go down to, like, a premier Bedford, but it's going to have to be the antique white. <laughs> okay? They read it. They don't even like that one. So I'm like, okay, I got one more shot. I said, this June 6th. Okay, guys, I'm starting to get decent. You might want to take me up on my offer now to give yourselves a chance. Uh, <laughs> I like how you're making it seem like it's, like, an opportunity for them, you know? Like, well, you're, yeah, hello. you're like, you don't want to lose out on this. What great marketing. They give, you know they give this am. kid in Canada a guitar to learn how to play. Like, hello. That would go viral quick. I know. Great, yeah. I know. I'm giving them content. I'm the I'm the David Dobrik of Fort Erie, and I'm you should I'm have put it on TikTok is what you should have done because I, that's trust me right. I'm already thinking of something. Uh, trust me, I I that's we got to clip that. I I don't think I've ever said I'm the David Dobrik of Fort Erie. Um, okay, so we got to talk back to online. We you know I've gotten my fix from D'Angelico Guitars, and I mean D'Angelico could sponsor the podcast. We just we have a new paid sponsor, so I mean they could pick us up. Totally, regardless. I should. I'll I'll have to send you the info of the artist relations guy. He's really chill, and maybe if you if you send him a, a message or an email, then he'll get back now to you. Now we're cooking with gasoline. I'll, I'll hook you guys up. All right. <laughs> now oh, we're the best. <laughs> I'm gonna name drop the shit out of you too. So it's either gonna blossom into a great friendship or a restraining order. I don't know, but yeah. like, we'll see. With the way I handle things, it could definitely be the restraining order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, like, you post this video and you, you kind of preface it by saying, whenever I put a video of me singing online, I lose followers, which kind of blows me away because I think you're really good. Thanks, man. Thank so, like, why yeah, you're a great people singer. shit on you? And, like, the, and I guess the biggest thing that I struggle with, because the internet generation now, and I think us... Like, I, I don't know how old you are. I'm assuming you're close to my age. I'm 25. I'm 21. Okay, so we're a little different. Okay, yeah. but still, there's like that group of like 15 and 14 year old shitheads on Instagram <laughs> and on TikTok that just like nothing but like mean shit for absolutely yeah. no reason. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Strictly because their parents didn't hit them as children. That's, that's the only reason. So, like, wh- how, why do you think that hate started? And how do you approach it? Like, I've seen how you approach it, but maybe explain it a little more. Yeah, I come from a long line of ball busters. Um, it's kind of like um, your training as a young child is if you can't take an insult, you're out of the sermon eras. So grow <laughs> thick skin and don't cry when I call you a little bitch, basically. Um, <laughs> so I, at a very young age, was like super into like the sarcasm world and like dry humor. Like I remember my mom used to go to like parent-teacher interviews and my teachers would be like, yeah, we don't really get her. Like, she's got, like, a really dry sense of humor. And, like, everything I say would just, like, go over their heads. And like, so it was, it, it, it's funny, right? And then, obviously, as, as you get older and you, you're, you start making friends with, like, older people who understand your humor, then it's more fun. Um, but, yeah, as a child, it got me into a little bit of, little bit of mischief. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, as soon as you put yourself out there, you are basically allowing yourself to be judged by everybody, right? So... It's, it's something that you can't really get mad at because you're putting yourself on the internet where everybody is all the time. Um, so if somebody's going to say something shitty about you, like you can't be like, I can't believe it, you know, because it's like everybody's going to have something to say. Right. And, and, you know, my whole thing is like I go on rants all the time uh, when people ask me, like, you know, how do I how do I not get like offended or like, you know, when people say like my stuff isn't good or I'm not good. And it's like, 
art is the most subjective thing on the planet. Like, I always use the example of, like, you know, we've all, like, walked into a bar and heard, like, a really shitty band. And we're like, wow, these guys suck. But there's, like, also a bunch of people who are, like, clapping for them and loving it. So it's, like, who's right and who's wrong, you know? So whatever I do, there's always going to be people in my corner. But there's also always going to be people who just don't get it. So I can't really fault them for that because I'm one of those people too because there's yeah. lots of bands and, and artists that I look at and I'm like, I don't get it, you mm -hmm. know? And, and people are like, you're nuts. Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I just don't get it. So, you know, I, I understand it, but I, I'm also definitely not somebody who would ever post anything rude um, because I know what it's like to be an artist and I know what it's like to get down on yourself. Oh, and yeah. I know what it's like to finally build the confidence to be able to post something like, say, a singing video, which is not, which is you know, um, like my secondary thing. So, you know, when I first started blowing up on Instagram and it was all guitar stuff, I was like, uh, you know, maybe I should hold back on the singing videos because people probably don't want to see it. And my friends kept being like, come on, like they want to hear what, like what, what you can do. Right. So I posted a first, my first singing video and, uh, I remember it got a lot of love and a lot of people being like what I expected, you know, like your voice is kind of weird. Like maybe you should just keep playing guitar but it was just also really encouraging because I had so many people in my corner so I kept posting them every once in a while and um it's it's kind of like how can I scroll through all these uh, positive comments and see one hate comment know. you know and 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 be like oh that's it I'm bad you know mm. sometimes yeah. it happens sometimes I'm already in a kind of like a down mood and I see one and I'm like oh man like that kind of sucks but but then I'm like, man, like you have all these people who are like constantly supporting you. Who cares? So now yeah. when I see these comments, like I just use my sense of humor and I'm like, yeah, man, you're right. I am shit. <laughs> you're right. Honestly, like I don't know why anyone would want to watch me or I just, I, more, like, more, I just told them, you know, more importantly, why are they watching you if they, if they, yeah. I like I mean, you I, the trolls, right? Because first of all, you're giving me attention, right? Which is yeah. what you claim like you don't want to do, but you're still doing it. So, yeah. hey. Like I get home either I sleep at night with more clout either way. So that's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. What's going that's, on with me? <laughs> that's, that's something I don't understand. It's like you suck so bad, but I'm gonna watch you and I'm gonna exactly. comment on every yeah. video you make. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah. And it's actually a lot of older men, like middle aged to like older men Creepy and like old men. Anyways, it's, it's weird, right? That yeah. they're choosing to go online and judge like a young woman because they just are very disappointed that their dreams of being a rock star didn't come true like i'm sorry i don't yeah. know what you want from me like yeah exactly it's a little and weird yeah, i know all about putting yourself out there today i just we just released a video of me working out so we had a an mma fighter on the podcast who does personal training and he brought me out for a workout and there's a six minute video on the internet of me dying through this workout. So oh, I totally God. get what it's like <laughs> to feel exposed. Yeah, man. Uh, reading the comments, like I, I, I obviously, you know, I see your story posts and you trolling the trolls and I loved that. But I was like, well, fuck, is there that many of them? So I took a scroll through your, through your post like 95% of them are nothing but positive and totally. how rad it is. But I, there's also something that kind of comes with that. So, like, I'm reading through. Most of them are positive. But then there's some people that are saying, like, you're a role model. And 
normally that's not something people ask for. They're just kind of pushed into that role or thought of that way. How do you deal with that? How do you deal when people say like, oh, you're such a role model for my daughter. Like, I, I hope my daughter grows up and wants to shred. Like, do you feel the pressure to that? Is that something that ever bothers you? It's funny, like, you would think it would, but it doesn't. It just makes me so happy because, yeah. like, like I said, like, and not to, like, get super, like, vulnerable, but I am somebody who's always, like, really open and honest. And, and but, yeah, I mean, I'm somebody who's struggled as, uh, we all struggle as artists, you know, um, and it's been hard, like, um, to be comfortable with myself, like, as a singer and you know, I'm still accepting it. Like, you know, Miles uh, is our bass player, but he's also like my best friend. And, and he's been a huge help in like being like, Nicole, like you need to understand that like you have, like you have something and like people want to hear you and yeah. the people who are in your corner, like they're going to support you no matter what. Like, you know, you might think that you sound weird or you sound different, but like, that's what people are loving. Like that's what people are grabbing onto. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know, like, you're right. Like, it's, it's, it's good to get like that, that hype, you know, and, and, and I have my friends who are always like, telling me the same thing, you know, like hyping me up. So it's like, okay, now I'm seeing these comments that are saying I'm an inspiration, I'm an, and I'm a role model. And instead of being my usual self, who is usually like, no, like, you're wrong, like, pick a different role model, like, I'm nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm kind of like, you know what? Like, good. Like, I, you know what? I hope, I hope your, your, you know, your young daughter is inspired. And I hope she's watching and being inspired. And, and, you know, I hope that that's a role that I can continue to play because like, I'm not going anywhere. And, and I just need everybody ever felt like they were or weird or, you know, just not good enough to, to have somebody who has, you know, a platform, if you will, and be like, man, like, look at her, you know, like, yeah, she's got, sure. she's got a lot of people looking at her. So why can't I do that? You know, like, I totally can. So I would love to be to be that person that people can look at and go like, I can, you know, especially for for young girls, because I mean, as much as I hate to buy into it, like it is sort of a, a man's world, if you're a, a guitar player. Um, and I, I really want to, to be a part of the reason why people stop thinking that way. Yeah. Um, despite what the 50 year old men are commenting on my, on my videos, you know, 50 year old men can <laughs> SMD. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love getting those DMS, uh, of, of, you know, people saying like, I'm a new dad. And like, I love like the fact that I'm bringing my daughter up in a world where there's like guitar players like you who can show her the like, she fuck. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like, I can't believe that I ended up here, you know, like, I can't yeah. believe like this is the person that people are seeing me as like, how awesome is that, you know, so yeah, it's just totally. like, so encouraging. it's like, hell yeah. <laughs> well, you have two, like three, Jake included, you have three fans forever. We will always support you. We will always yep. support Jin. I think my dad already is like maybe one of your <laughs> top 10 fans. So so I would just like to say you're incredible. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I think it's Justin at D'Angelico. I'm coming for you, so you better be ready. Um, I'm getting myself one of those red wine Atlantics. 
This uh, man is getting a D'Angelico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's getting oh, yeah. one. And then Jess, that's my fiance's name. If you're listening, if I end up getting the D'Angelico, I want a tobacco burst strat. Just throwing it out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, the, it's the year of gear. That's right. That's 25. <laughs> year of gear, baby. Hey, Nicole, <laughs> thank you for having yeah. me. This is thank so you. rad. Thank, thank you, Nicole. Thank you guys for having me. This uh, was really fun. I love your singing. Thanks. <laughs> Keep singing. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Don't post mean things, please. Yeah. <laughs> cool. My heart can't handle it. <laughs>